0: Hey, how's everyone doing? As for myself, you know what I always say, I'm never bad. You know, today's topic in which I want to discuss, it's called Stranger Than Science Fiction. But before elaborating on what I mean by Stranger Than Science Fiction, what good is a platform if you can't express how you truly feel? What good is having a platform if you can't speak on the things that trouble the world, trouble human beings that live in society, or even trouble yourself? So today I'm going to elaborate on something that has been on my mind since July of 2018. And it all leads up to the point in which, on one of my episodes, I was discussing um, public humiliation. Well, this is like tied, entangled into the public humiliation in which I was going through, and which I presently go through. But I don't let it get to me. I I don't handle it in the way in which, it, when it started, I'm not. I don't let it bother me. I keep on moving forward. And that's what life is about, to just keep on moving ahead. Now, what I mean about what's stranger than science, sounds stranger than science fiction, its something that happened to me in 2018. And if it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't believe it myself. And there's no one that you can go to and talk to about it because more nine times out of ten, they're going to think you need therapy. They're going to think you're delusional. Uh, they're going to think that if you're on drugs or if you drink, they're really going to think the drugs or alcohol have taken you over. Now, say for instance, such as myself, when this happened. See, they like to target people that they think that are weak. Um... I had experienced the loss of having my boyfriend pass away, died holding my hand, having a heart attack, right? So it caused me to spiral out of control, like drug addictions, alcoholism, and I got myself together. Now, even after getting myself together, not doing drugs and alcohol, And I drank wine. You know, the Bible says Jesus turned water into wine. So I know that he drank wine too. Now, besides all that, you don't drink, you don't smoke, and you still feel the stranger than fiction, stranger than science fiction feeling around you. What do you do? Because you're so used to people not believing your story. Well, I'm, I'm not going to even call it a story your truth they don't believe your truth is true in which you're telling well stranger than science fiction have you ever had a feeling that you were being watched have you ever had a feeling and it's just like a strange feeling that come, overcomes you that eyes of watchers were upon you you don't see them. You don't see them, but you feel the energy all around you and it's nothing that you can do about it. And at first you may start feeling like, I think I'm cracking up. I think I'm losing it. But every day, every day, this feeling that just gets stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger inside of you. It's like an energy that builds up. And this energy gets so strong and it almost overtakes you. And you have to learn how to control it. That you feel eyes watching you. But you don't see them. <laughs> they're nowhere around, they're nowhere around you. There's no way for you to even see the faces. And I'm not even talking about spirits, ghosts. I'm talking about actual people being able to look at you. And it's almost like it's an eerie feeling that it it, it overcomes you. It takes over you. That a whole bunch of people are watching you. And some of these people in which I'm talking about could be family, friends, neighbors, and strangers. And yes... I thought it was stranger than science fiction too, until it actually happened to me. And it started, like I said, in July 2018. The eerie feelings and the energy, it just kept building up inside of me. And it started getting me to the point where, in which I was, I thought I was like paranoid. And when I tried to tell people, they thought I was paranoid too. And I even went to the Englewood Police Department. Mm, I even tried to call 911 and explain to them. And for some reason or another, everyone thought I was crazy. The only person that believed my story to be true was my nephew, my nephew Jesse. (laughs) And I love Jesse for that. He even tried to go to one of my daughters and ask her, Well, don't you believe your mom? Don't you think she's telling the truth? And my daughter cursed my nephew out and thought he was crazy too. So much for that. So, I start doing research on if I was like maybe hallucinating or not. Lo and behold, it sounds stranger than fiction but there are other people that have went through the same thing that I'm currently going through. It's like a feeling that cameras are around you and like sound devices where people can hear. But for certain, these are cameras around you. And where are these cameras at? And you're safe haven. The place in which you call home. I'm not talking about if you own a home, I'm talking about um, if you rent an apartment and you call it home until you can buy a home of your own. But even in having a home of your own, believe it or not, cameras can be in there too. So you have to be careful on who you let in your home. You have to be careful on even letting certain family members in, neighbors, or even ones in higher places. Yeah, I said it. Even ones in higher places, they play this game of deception in which they want you to appear to be crazy. And they know that they've planted these cameras all around in your safe haven called home. Well, in July 2018 like I stated, I started having these feelings. And after my boyfriend had died, when we were on vacation in Lake Mead, uh, I became homeless. And I started having, um, I went to get help from the city of Inglewood, and my worker, Mr. Pipkins, He um, gave me like a choice of um, places I could go in the city of Inglewood, like temporary housing, motels in which I could stay in. And I was so, so humbly grateful for the um, the temporary housing that I received until he was able to put me in an apartment of my own in which I called home. Well, maybe after a few weeks of being in this motel room, I start feeling like I was being watched. And this is in the city of Inglewood in which I'm talking about. I was being watched in this motel located on Crenshaw Boulevard, never forget it. I couldn't explain it. I couldn't explain it to save my soul because I couldn't believe that it was happening to me. And this is before I I could muster the fact that yes, it was happening to me. I started getting nervous I didn't know who to go to. And for a minute, I thought maybe I did need therapy. But boy, was I wrong. It wasn't a feeling. It was actually someone came into that motel. (laughs) You heard me right. You know, sometimes you have to leave, right? You can't stay locked up in a motel all day. And they put cameras listening devices, sound devices. And I started noticing strange things at the motel, people doing things. And that's when I started having problems taking um, showers because I felt like I was being watched. I felt like I couldn't even get naked and be comfortable. And I started having problems getting in the shower and actually bathing my body because I felt like people were watching me with their eyes. And that's not right. It was really creepy. It was almost as if I was being raped by people with their eyes, if that makes sense. Let me say it one more time. I felt like I was being violated, like I was being raped with people's eyes, strange people's eyes all around me. And I couldn't, I couldn't manage to get in the shower, so I would just wipe up, wash up, Thank God that my hygiene wasn't bad. (laughs) I would wipe up and wash up. And then when I got in the shower, I would like try to hurry up, get out of it. And I went through this for a long time. I feel like I'm still going through it, but it doesn't bother me anymore. I couldn't talk about it. I felt like if I talked about it, they would surely send the paddy wagon for me and think I was crazy. So at first I said, well, maybe it is the drugs and alcohol that I'm I'm indulging in. But no, I'm sober. <laughs> and I still, I'm sober now. And I still can feel as if eyes are on me and they can watch everything that I'm doing. Aren't you supposed to be, when you have a, a place in which you call home, You're supposed to feel like you can let your hair down, let your weave down, let your wig down, whatever. If you don't have no hair, hell, rubbing your bald head and just be okay with it. Aren't you supposed to be okay with just being yourself? If you want to be silly and just do, just just act silly and just do things without being judged. And and your safe haven called home. Aren't you supposed to be able to do that without feeling like you're cracking up? Are you being judged? Well, let me tell you this. (laughs) I started noticing that I was actually being judged. And this was in my home. It went from the motel. Mr. Pipkins got me the motel rooms. Then he found the apartment. I lived on Venice Way in Inglewood, California. 600 Venice Way, Inglewood, California. And I started feeling, the first time I stepped my foot, he gave me the key, I came in and I looked. It was like an energy came over me and I felt like, uh uh-oh, something is about to happen in this building. It wasn't that something was about to happen, but it happened to me. And I was the main target. All eyes were on me. I put the key in the door. I was happy because, well, I was homeless. And from that motel, I thought, okay, well, maybe this is it. Maybe I can get some comfort. I was working. Even on my job, I knew that cameras were on me. <laughs> I was working at Shell Gas Station. And I knew at my job that I was being watched. At first I thought it maybe it was the Fed, the Feds, FBI, SSI, I mean, what is it? Secret, secret service agents. <laughs> Secret Service investigations. I thought I was being watched. Well, what did they want with me? I wasn't a drug dealer. (laughs) I wasn't going around smuggling diamonds. (laughs) I wasn't doing anything that I had to be worried of. But you gotta be careful of the company that you keep. You don't know what they do. You don't even know if these people that you hang around or even your family. It could even be someone you're sleeping with. You don't know if they're capable of putting... Spy devices, I call them. Listening devices, audio, visual, where they can see. And this is like some kind of underground game. And I don't call anything a thing a game when you're playing with someone's livelihood. You're playing with their life. You're playing with their mental and their physical state. That's really, really, it's a horrible thing for anyone to have to go through this. And you don't have anyone to go to. You call the police, in which they're supposed to serve and protect, but they're looking at you like you're a raven lunatic as well, instead of investigating during their job. And the only thing that they can come up and tell you is, you have to have proof that cameras are on you, because we just can't go and... Take your word that you're telling the truth. Well hell, isn't that why you're getting paid with, with 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 taxes, taxpayers, taxpayers' money in the city and state that you live in? Isn't this how you're getting paid off the taxpayers' budget, off the budget that they're given for you to serve and protect if someone is telling you that they're being watched and you feel they feel like cameras are on them violating their rights? And it is against the law to watch someone It's creepy. I don't know about the laws in the street, but I know inside of your home, especially in bathrooms, especially and when you sleep at, it's against the law for anyone to see you, especially if you're naked or if you're around. Maybe if you, you, maybe you suffer, you, you, you have a wig and you want to take it off and you can't take it off because you're scared that they're going to be judged because maybe you have alopecia. Maybe you just feel insecure at that time because you know, all these eyes are on you. And I know it sounds stranger than science fiction. I thought so too. So no one believed me. Everyone thought I was crazy. I even called Chicago to talk to my brother. He thought I was cracking up, going crazy. No one, nowhere believed me. So I started doing my own investigation. I went online and I, st- Start listening to stories, which was their truth, in which people actually went through these things. It was one woman in the state of Carolina, North Carolina, or was it South Carolina? She actually went through the same thing in which I went through. Now, how I found out about this story wasn't online. I called a private investigator, in which she actually believed me because she actually worked on a case in which a woman had called her and told her the same thing in which I was going through but it was a different scenario but the same situation her husband was in the military and he had put cameras are you wait are you ready for this the cameras were not in the woman's home but they were inside of the woman (laughs) let me repeat it one more time it sounds stranger than science fiction these cameras were inside of this woman her husband in the military had he had something to do with this diabolical thing that had that he did to his wife so he wanted everyone to think that she was crazy and she felt for some reason that she was being watched but these cameras were inside of her she had had a surgery so I guess the doctor was guilty of it too and the doctors put cameras inside of this woman's body so she was walking around like a actual an actual camera herself now this is what the private investigator was telling me. So the woman, the private investigator as being a woman, she listened to passionately listen to this woman because everyone else thought she was crazy. She even went to the police and the police thought she was a raven lunatic as well. Serve and protect. <laughs> I beg to differ. But anyway, the woman had money. That's what made it different. So she went and she had a surgery for them to reopen her with a different set of doctors. And lo and behold, there were cameras inside of this woman's body. Little bitty ones, not big ones. They look like little micro dots and stuff. So you have to really, 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 really carefully inspect the body wherever this woman had to be opened up, reopened. And they found this camera inside of her. So, after they found this camera, the woman went to court and she won her case, thanks to the private investigator believing her. She won her case and to make a long story short, her husband had went to jail because he wanted to make everyone think that his wife was going crazy, but her husband in the military, they are supposed to serve and protect the country, aren't they? (laughs) And so he knew he was really, really, he was supposed to be ethical by all means, but he was very, very unethical, and especially to his wife. He was supposed to cherish her, honor and obey her until death do them part, but he violated her in the worst way possible. Well, my story didn't go like that. My story is the cameras were in my apartment unit, and I begun been, I called the private investigator, right? And she believed every word I said, and she was going to refer me to this, this, this really, really high-tech private investigator that would be able to come out to my apartment unit and he would be able to go all over it and it's like some kind of special equipment that they use and be able to tell me where these cameras were audio visual listening and they can be in the form of wires they could be in wires they could be in light um what do you call them light switches you know the switches on the wall They can be in screws that you put inside of light switches. These are cameras I'm talking about. They're not actual big cameras. They're supposed to be spy equipment. They can be in screws. They can be even inside of a writing pen. Yes, you can even if they can put cameras inside of bears, you know, to protect your children when you have babysitters, What makes you think that they can't put them in light switches and different things in which you at least expect it? They can even um, put wiring around. It's so, so high-tech now. They can even have wiring that even looks like, even like the form of um, smoke detectors. Um, what What else do you call it? The carbon monoxide um, um, detectors in your home. They can place them inside of there. They can place them anywhere that they want. You have to be careful. Sometimes, especially like if you see these little strange lights, especially if you're renters, and I'm not talking about homeowners, because you're supposed to basically know, but you have to be careful. Like I said, who you let come in your home, your safe haven, or even if you're not the type to have company, you got to even be careful. Like some of these programs that help people transition from homelessness to put them into like housing programs. How do you know that the person that you trust, the one that got you there, these are the ones that are given these positions. They're not given the funds, but they're given these positions to help the homeless person transition, get into an apartment And they're doing the most, the most, and I call it the most, but yet the least. They're least looking out for that client, but they're doing the most by putting these spy devices in this person's home. And I don't know for what reasons that they're doing it because that sounds kind of like immature to me. And it sounds narcissistic as well for anyone to want to just sit back and spy on you. You have to be very, very diabolical to sit back over in these, like, I call them underground rooms, if you will. And you look in your computer and you're able to see people. They even have cameras that you can put in televisions. And And I'm not talking about the ones in these smart TVs. I'm talking about they can put little things inside and you see lights and things. You have to be very very careful. Not only in apartments, they can do it in hotel rooms. And these are people that work. They they manage. These are the ones in charge that do things like this for what reason I don't know. But I have a strange feeling. It's monetary greed and gain that these people are getting, and they're laughing at you. And you're going out, and you're being humiliated. You're walking around. You may have on. You may have holes in your drawers. You may have holes in your bras. Or you may take your wig off. You have bald spots all over your head. And to you, it's a really painful situation in which you're going through. But these people are poking fun at you. In which it's supposed to be your safe haven. It's supposed to be your security. And you're going out and you don't understand why you're getting humiliated. They're calling you crazy. You look to be a raven lunatic. But instead, all eyes are on you. And you really, really appear to be crazy. It could be your next door neighbor doing it. They even have equipment. Are you ready for this? That you can look through walls. (laughs) You can look through walls and you can see the silhouettes of the individual that's being spied on. They have equipment where you can listen through walls. They have equipment where you can go on top of the roof and put through wiring devices. And they can listen to you. When did I notice this happening happening to me? When I went down to the city of Englewood Housing Authority and I needed help. I was grateful and I cried because I transitioned from being homeless to having security, in which I thought was security, but it turned out to be a nightmare for me in which people thought I was a raving lunatic, and it started in that motel room located in Inglewood on Crenshaw Boulevard. I'll never forget it as long as I live. I could take a lie detector, and I would pass it with flying colors. And I will talk about this until the day that I die. I'll probably eventually write a book about it to help someone else. And if you've ever felt like all eyes are on you, and I'm not talking about in the streets, and I'm not talking about like Tupac, I'm talking about actually you. But you don't... And I'm not talking about ghosts and spirits. I'm talking about actual people that have two sets of eyes. They have two ears and they're listening to everything. They're seeing everything that you do. And these people twist around everything that you do and say to make you look like you're going crazy. And it's for monetary greed, monetary gain to make themselves appear to be better than thou and to make you look like you're worse than a piece of shit on the ground. I know it sounds stranger than science fiction, but this is my story. This is my truth. And I went down to the city of Inglewood Housing Authority. I'm not afraid to discuss it. This is my truth and I stand tall and I stand firm in my truth because my truth is my truth. I will go to the courts. I will go anywhere that I can. But the only thing that holds me back from knowing without a shadow of a doubt that these spying devices are around me is the fact that I don't have $1,800 $1,800 to give a, a private investigator that handles cases like this to come in and wind down the whole unit or the, or the perimeter, perimeter in which I live. And I tell him because, you know, there's laws and guidelines in which they have to follow, but there's certain guidelines in which gives them the right where they can wind it down to make sure that my truths are not science fiction and they're truth. I don't have $1,800 who has $1,800 unless you're wealthy or you have it saved up or you can go and you have excellent credit where you can go take you out a personal loan of $1,800 to prove yourself correct. So you won't appear to be a raving lunatic in the eyes of your family, your neighbors, the police department and the community in which you live, that you are actually telling the truth, that it sounds, sounds stranger than science fiction, but it is true. Not only did it occur in my, my, um, my safe haven, my apartment in which I I, I got thanks to the city of Inglewood and thanks to Mr. Damian Pipkins, my worker, who helped me. And I'm not blaming him, but it sounds stranger than science fiction, but things start happening when I got this help from him. And I look up to Mr. Pipkins, and I thank God for him every day, but I don't think Mr. Pipkins really values me as a person, because Mr. Pipkins does some strange things sometimes, but I I'll save that for another episode. Nothing like explicit, but it's strange and which makes me feel like I'm telling the truth about these cameras. It sounds stranger than science fiction, but these cameras are all around. So sometimes you can go get help and it puts you in a very vulnerable position, a situation anyway, because you're getting help. They're paying a majority of your rent and guess what? The one that you look up to to help you, to rescue you from your situation. These could be the main ones that are planning these spy devices around to humiliate you. It's like a big organization of them. And my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, Kevin, the one that I love with all my heart, my ex-husband, Rodney, Jerome Dennis, that lives on La Cienega in Inglewood. <laughs> he participated in it too. He made, I even went to him and he made me feel like I was a raving lunatic and he was playing in the game all along. I want to know how many people and how long this game will go on in the city of Inglewood. Before it's shut down, who do you go to and talk to when you know you don't have $1800 dollars to prove your yourself your to be true and correct and accurate in your stranger than science fiction feelings that you're feeling, who do you go to? When you know you don't have that kind of money to, to dish out to give out to anyone to come in to prove your stranger than science fiction case to be real. No one believes you. Family, friends, neighbors, the police department, Inglewood, California police department, 911. Aren't they supposed to help? No one believes you. When I say no one, no one, the only one that believes you is the private investigator, but you have to have the money for them to come out. Other than that, you're just talking. God knows, God knows everything, but God works through people, places, and things. Where do you go? So, how have I overcame it? I just say to myself, whatever I do in the comforts of my safe haven, I used to feel like a victim. <laughs> Not anymore. Because I know that it cannot be held, whatever, anything that I say or do, and I didn't bring attention to myself and I'm doing it in the safety of my safe haven, it can't be held against me in the court of law. How do you know that I did that? The certain things that I did or whatever you seen was to be true how did this is the things that they're going to ask in court where did you see it at well I saw it on camera did she give you permission no did she give you permission to put audio devices in or did he give you permission to put audio and visual devices in no well who do you think is going to get in trouble the one that they're trying to put blame on or themselves they are going to get in trouble And this is California state law that I'm talking about. I don't know how it applies in other states. But this law, it's the penal code. It's a section penal code of California state law that states that you are not allowed to have video and audio devices, especially in bathrooms and in places where the person takes off their clothes and they walk around. So if... You ever hear anyone coming to you and they telling you that they feel like they're being watched don't think that they're losing their mind don't think that they're crazy or even if it ever happens to you don't think for a minute that you're losing your mind and maybe you are about to have a breakdown no it sounds stranger than science fiction but it actually is true go on youtube they have spy equipment in the forms of light form, light, light switches. They can be in screws. They can be in wiring systems like in um, smoke detectors, carbon mon- monoxide detectors. They can even have cameras like set up around on the borders of the roof of these apartments in which you rent. Now, as a homeowner, you have a little more lead way to know what's going up on top of your roof. You're more in control. But when you rent, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. You sign that lease, you get those keys, and you're grateful just to have a roof over your head. How do you know the owner of the building don't give the persons or people permission? Because you have to have permission from the owner to legally put them up. It's legal, but illegal. It's legal to the owner because the owner has given them permission to put these spy spy devices up. But it's illegal because it is unconstitutional to violate anyone's rights in the state of California. And I don't know how it works in other states, but to put these sound, you have to have a person's permission in their safe haven, their home, in which you can put these audio and visual devices, these video devices up. Now, when they step out their door, that's something else. I don't know. They do have a certain right. They can videotape you. That's why, why do you think the paparazzi can have a right to, to with these cameras? Because that's their rights. Now, if they're putting the cameras in the person's face, the person has a right that that the paparazzi has a camera on. Please get them out my face now. But it's still up to that paparazzi if they're going to take heed or not to get the cameras out of that, that celebrity or whoever they're following their face. Now, in the safe havens of your home, it, it's a violation against the law. And it's not constitutional at all to violate someone's rights in the worst kind of way. And nine times out of 10, when these people are participating and they're watching and they're trying to make you seem like you're a crazy person, they're getting compensated. Family, friends, neighbors, they're getting money, monetary gain. But who do you go to? When you know you don't have the money, but you know that you could win this case in court. You know you could blow a case. You could blow whatever they're doing out of the water if you had the sound evidence. And what I think I'm involved in is big enough where the fed of the FBI would come in and they would get involved. But who do you go to? No one believes you. This is my truth, and I've been going through this from motel rooms to the apartment room, apartment buildings, and even the workplace. I worked at Shell Gas Station over on Slauson and La Brea. I called the police, and see, I'm gifted. I'm, 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 i I'm, I'm, we all are blessed with gifts, but they didn't know that I was, I was psychic and I'm intuitive, and I'm a tarot card reader. It's nobody's business. I'm not supposed to put a sign on my head. Hey, hey, world, I read tarot cards. Oh, did you know that I have a gift from my grandmother that was born in New Orleans in Louisiana that I inherited her gift of being able to see things and um, I have this ability. I didn't ask for the gift. I was born with it. And yes, people are born with gifts of intuition, psychic ability, and tarot. Some people call it other things that they want, but I don't operate And in in black magic. They call it voodoo and things like that. I can't speak for my family members, but I don't do it. Because I love God with all my heart and my soul. And I just wanna love everyone like I do but I'm born with gifts in which I didn't have any control over myself. I was born with it. I was blessed with it. And I thank God for it. And this is the reason why I am able to tell you that what I'm telling, what I'm saying is actual truth, but I need to, so I can take it to the court. I mean, the highest court that will listen, Even if the news, so I can give some information to Channel 2 News, Channel 11, Channel 7 News, whoever wants to come in and get down to the nitty-gritty of this, I have to have proof. But who has $1,800? You have to be careful. Even in the workplace, my boss was playing in the game. My boyfriend, Kevin, my ex-boyfriend, he made Kevin Jeffers made it his business to try to destroy me. But my my question is, how did he get Damian Pipkins? to participate in this game? How did he get some of my family members to participate in this game? How did he get the neighbors to participate in this game? I think it's like a bunch of them and it's a monetary gain, but actually at the same time, it's causing me monetary pain and it's causing me not pleasure, Pain inwardly, in which I have to just smile every day and deal with. What did I do so bad for someone to wanna watch me naked while I take a shower? What did I do so bad in which I can't even freely take my wigs off and be free and just let my alopecia spots show <laughs> in? the places in which I'm bald on my hair. And we'll talk about why I have alopecia on another episode. Why should I have to cover up? Why can't I walk around naked and eat fruit and bounce around and swing around my pole and be free and carefree like I'm supposed to? I'm in the safe haven up in which I call home. Why? Should I cover up and feel like I'm guilty of not having a perfect body, a flat stomach, and maybe a, a Brazilian butt lift? Are things in which people view as being, mm, all that in some. Why can't I just be me? What did I do so bad to for someone or a group of people to want to hurt me and put cameras all around me so people can sit back and laugh at me for their own selfish greed and gain and their own evil pleasures. You don't have to do anything but just be who you are. You have to be a narcissist to watch someone and you get pleasure from watching your pain. It sounds stranger than science fiction. But they have spy devices and spies all around. Even the one you lay with can be a spy. And for whatever reason they do it, only God knows. But you know what? <laughs> I've overcame it. At first, I could not muster up the courage and the confidence to talk about the things in which I was going through and that I'm still going through. Are there cameras in where I'm living at now? I put money on it. Yes, it is. But I don't have $1,800 for the investigator to come out. But yes, there are spy devices around me now as I speak. How did they get here? Only God knows. Only God knows. One day I feel like justice will be served in Inglewood, California, but until but until then, I'm gonna live my life and I'm gonna live it unapolog- unapologetically. I'm gonna live my life and I'm gonna be free. And I'm gonna throw my wigs off whenever I feel like it. I'm gonna bounce around and swing around on my stripper pole, <laughs> even though I don't know how to swing my body around professionally like a dancer. I'm not a dancer, I just like to have fun. And I'm gonna bounce around and swing around and do and eat fruit, walk around naked, do what I wanna do, and unapologetically be me. And if they want to peep at me through these little dark rooms and these secret rooms, well, go ahead and do what you do. You do what you do, and I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to be me, and I'm going to let you be you, and I'm going to let God be God. Yes, all eyes are on me, but guess what? God's eyes are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. If no one told you today that they love you, well, I'm telling you that I love you and there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it. You can take that to the bank and cash it. Until next time.